All right, wrestling fans, this is Southern Dynamite, and we are here. We have made it to December as we have Wednesday Night Warriors, December 1st from Memorial Stadium in Champaign, Illinois. Last week, we ended with the stretcher match to end it all between the Strong Army and the Guns for Hire. So that meant we had a couple of people get suspended from the roster, so we had to get a couple of people in. And you'll see the new signings coming up during the card today. But we're going back to starting off with the main beginning card or beginning match of the card as we have the television title on the line with Buzz Sawyer defending once again against Savannah Jack. And this time Buzz has Jack put up $5,000 cash against the title to make it something worth it because they've had so many time limit draws and everything. And the gentleman's feud that has been going on the last couple of weeks gets thrown out the window right away. Buzz had already put up or Buzz had already forced Jack to put up the $5,000 cash. When it came time for the match to start, Buzz went full on mad dog without any regard for the rules. About the seven minute mark, J.J. Dillon came down to the ring and stood in Buzz's corner. Jack took offense at it, but he remained focused on Buzz. As Jack continued to maintain control of the match and looked like he was about to win, Dillon went over to the timekeeper's table and grabbed the television title. As Buzz tried a rolling reverse cradle, Jack held onto the ropes. Buzz refused to break. As Tommy Young tried to pull Buzz off, Dillon nailed Jack with the title belt. Jack released the ropes. Buzz, Jack, and Young went rolling into the middle of the ring. Buzz covered Jack to get the win, retain the title, and claim the $5,000 in a time of 9 minutes, 5 seconds. <laughs> Dylan came into the ring to congratulate the champion. He got the mic and said that he had now signed a contract with the PWA, and he was looking for champions. Buzz was the first in his stable. He was looking to quickly add more in the coming weeks. And then Dylan and Sawyer walk out of the ring together. The next match has one of our new short-term signings as Raven takes on the debuting Flying Brian Pillman. And Missy makes herself a distraction early on in the match. Brian gets himself a little too worked up over her presence at ringside. Missy gives him an earful, and Brian turns around to walk into the even flow from Raven for the pin in a time of 3 minutes, 15 seconds. Raven takes a look at his prone opponent and just looks on in disgust as this is what he's having to deal with now instead of having to deal with the Great Muda. And Missy gets on the microphone for a little bit and starts talking about how Raven deserves to have another title shot. And she demands that I put a title match together for Raven real soon or else there will be consequences, she says. All right, while everybody is getting cleared out of the ring from last match, Gino Hernandez and Dirty White Boy come out to Lance's table and complain once again about having to wrestle two jobbers for a title shot instead of actually just getting the title shot. Lance tells them to prove it in the ring and not just talk about what they think they should be. SD Jones and TD Steele come out to the interview area as well. They complain about all the complaining everyone does in the PWA. 
Jones tells Gino and Dirty White Boy to get in the ring and prove that they are worthy of a title shot. Jones and Steele walk away, but Gino and Dirty White Boy attack them from behind. The four brawl all the way down to the ring until Gino rolls Steele into the ring. Gino and Dirty White Boy double-team Jones outside the ring, throwing him into the ring steps. Referee David Manning tells someone to get into the ring. Gino climbs onto the ring apron and through the ropes, Manning calls for the bell to start the match. Gino handles Steele very well inside the ring, while Dirty White Boy continues to beat on Jones outside the ring. Gino gets the submission victory with an abdominal stretch with a little bit of help from the ropes. Dirty White Boy and Gino celebrate their win until the nightmares to shine up the belts because they aren't going to have them very long. Now as we get ready for the next match, the camera cuts back to the backstage area. As Rick Rude is getting ready to head out to the ring, all of a sudden a golf cart comes and clips him from behind. Out jumps Chris Candido. He climbs out with a driver and bends it over Rude's back with a vicious swing. Austin Idol rushes out of the dressing room area and runs Candido off. After waving off the EMTs, Rude makes his way down to the ring. Eric Embry, his opponent, proves himself to be a bit of a challenge for the injured Rude. But Rude keeps control for most of the match, getting the pin with the Rude Awakening in a time of 17 minutes, 3 seconds. Rude still hurting from the attack, but Candido makes an appearance at the entrance ramp, only to be tossed off of it by Austin Idol from behind in the same golf cart. Irony, isn't it? So as everybody clears out of that, we go back to Lance Russell and the interview area, and here come Honky Tonk Man, Gentleman Chris Adams, and Sunshine. Lance wants to talk about their title match, but Honky Tonk Man wants to know who they're facing. Steve Carino was suspended last week in the stretcher match. Was Daniels going to fight it as a handicap match? That, of course, brings out Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels and Bobby Heenan. Heenan is all smiles with one of the world tag team title belts over his shoulder. Daniels tells Honky Tonk Man that he, in fact, has a partner ready to face them. Honky Tonk Man and Adams demand to know who, but Heenan laughs and says they don't need to know until they get into the ring. Daniels says they should worry about what they are going to do after he and his partner destroy them in the ring. Adams is ready to say something, but Daniels and Heenan leave the area. Honky Tonk Man holds him back and lets him walk away. We'll take care of whoever it is, Honky Tonk Man says. But before we get to that match, which is the first of the two main events for the night, we have a non-title match. David Von Erich, the World Heavyweight Champion, gracing us with his presence to take on Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert. And David and Eddie have a wonderful match. Eddie has the advantage towards the end of the match, but it quickly changes when Missy accidentally nails Eddie with her purse. She climbs onto the ring apron to get Nick Patrick's attention. David applies the claw on Eddie, but he releases him as he sees Missy. He grabs her by the hair and drags her into the ring. Eddie nails him from behind with a running knee lift. David slams into the turnbuckle. Eddie rolls Missy out of the ring. David comes out of the corner with the claw again. Eddie tries to fight out of it, but Patrick stops the match. 
David's fingernails have opened up a couple of cuts and the blood has gone in to Eddie's eyes. So at a time of 13 minutes, 38 seconds, referee Nick Patrick calls the match because Eddie Gilbert can't see from the blood in his eyes. David raises his hand in victory, but he's attacked by Raven. Raven climbs out of the ring and looks under it for some weaponry. Missy goes to check on Eddie. Raven slides back into the ring with a chair. He goes to swing it, but David kicks it into his face, and Raven is busted open. Missy tries to protect both men, but David grabs her by the hair and plants a big kiss on her. She replies by slapping him across the face. David smiles and steps out of the ring to retrieve his title belt and walk back to the dressing room. What's all this? Well, remember Eddie Gilbert and Raven walked out with the world heavyweight title a couple of weeks ago. So David's finally just getting physical possession of his belt back as they decided to get involved in a title match earlier. We go on to a tag team match. The first of three in a row that we've got with the Armstrong brothers, Brad and Steve, facing off against Rough and Ready. And Brad and Steve have a great match against Rough and Ready. After Brad pins Ready, PG-13 rushes the ring and attacks the mass tag team. And again, this is just a... Why do we have this? I mean, they should be going after the Armstrongs as a stronger tag team, but no. PG-13 is still upset about their losses to Rough and Ready. And this could end up being a good feud. It could just end up being a pointless feud. Because PG-13 might just end up being another jobber tag team like Rough and Ready. But Rough and Ready battle back and have PG-13 on the run back to the dressing room when the Smoking Guns music begins to play. Billy and Bart meet PG-13 in the aisle and escort them back to the ring the hard way because that's the next match, the Smoking Guns versus PG-13. The Armstrongs leave the ringside area as David Manning tries to establish some control of the upcoming match between the Guns and PG-13. Rough and Ready take Wolfie down with a double superplex while Billy suplexes Ice into the turnbuckle. Bart tells Rough and Ready to leave the ring. The masked men take their cue as Manning tries to back Bart into a corner so he can start the match. Billy picks Wolfie up by the hair and whips him into the corner where Ice was just getting to his feet. Billy rushes the corner and splashes both men from PG-13. Wolfie falls out of the ring as Billy signals for the Famouser. He hits Ice with it and gets the pin for the quick victory in a time of 1 minute 14 seconds. <clears throat> so Smoking Guns handily take care of PG-13 after Rough and Ready had roughed them up a little bit. But then again, Billy and Bart are going to take that win because it's a win and that's all that matters. All right, now we get to the first of our two main events. World Tag Team Titles on the Line. Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels and a mystery partner defending the titles against Honky Tonk Man and Gentleman Chris Adams. Honky Tonk Man, Adams, and Sunshine come out. Adams once again demands that Daniel, Daniels reveal who his tag team partner is. Daniels and Heenan come out by themselves. They step into the ring, and Daniels rips the mic out of Adams' hand. He tells everyone that he has the greatest tag team partner he could find. 
a man who has held both the world and American tag team titles, Shane Douglas. The four men have an awesome match. The fans are on their feet the entire time. Honky Tonk Man and Douglas get heated about the 45-minute mark. Honky Tonk Man ducks a clothesline from Douglas and Nick Patrick gets nailed. While Patrick is down, Adams and Daniels join the fray. Douglas hits the belly-to-belly suplex on Honky Tonk Man and points to the turnbuckle for the Pittsburgh plunge. Adams and Daniels spill out into the ringside area. As Daniel or Douglas plays to the crowd, Gino Hernandez comes down to the ring and knocks him off the turnbuckle. Gino slides into the ring and DDTs Douglas. He rolls Honky Tonk Man on top of Douglas and climbs out of the ring as Nick Patrick starts to come to. Patrick starts the count. Daniels tries to get back in the ring, but Adams keeps hold of his boot to keep him out of it, and Honky Tonk Man gets the three count. Your new world tag team champions are Honky Tonk Man and Gentleman Chris Adams in a time of 47 minutes, 28 seconds. That was the first of our main events for the evening. The second main event is a 16-man battle royal where we have a lot of the guys coming in. So you've got tons of talent here, all going for the grand prize of $10,000 to the last man standing. Well, the match doesn't go very long before Terry Gordy and Terry Funk eliminate each other in a minute and five seconds. Rick Rude then gets eliminated by Nightmare Ken Wayne at 3 minutes 27 seconds. Savannah Jack is eliminated by Shane Douglas at 5 minutes 16 seconds. Special Delivery Jones is eliminated by Dirty White Boy at 7 minutes 22 seconds. Brad Armstrong then gets eliminated by Shane Douglas at 10 minutes and 3 seconds. Dirty White Boy gets eliminated by Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels in 11 minutes 24 seconds. Flyin' Brian Pillman is eliminated by Honky Tonk Man just a second later. Austin Idol gets eliminated by Shane Douglas at a time of 12 minutes 37 seconds. At 13 minutes and 57 seconds into the match, Nightmare Ken Wayne and Wolfie D eliminate each other. Shane Douglas then gets eliminated by Honky Tonk Man at a time of 16 minutes 11 seconds. Then Honky Tonk Man is summarily eliminated by Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels at time of 18 minutes 58 seconds. T.D. Steele gets eliminated by Steve Armstrong at a time of 20 minutes and 52 seconds. So now we're down to the last two men. Steve Armstrong and Christopher Daniels. And they battle for another almost three minutes around the ring until finally Steve Armstrong eliminates the fallen angel to win the $10,000. Daniels is not pleased. He rushes right back into the ring and attacks Armstrong, which then brings out Brad, which then brings out Shane Douglas, and the four of them brawl for a little while as the camera closes. This was a great card with a couple of new guys, Flying Brian Pillman, Shane Douglas. I got these guys at least for the time where Steve Carino, Rasta the Voodoo Man, and well, I forget the third guy who who was eliminated, or who was, uh, and Jimmy Golden, that's who the third guy is, who was suspended last week. So we've got these two guys for the next little bit. Maybe see some great things, especially if we have that return title match 
with Honky Tonk Man and Gentleman Chris Adams defending against the dangerous duo. We'll have to see how that goes. But until next time, this is Southern Dynamite thanking you for being here for Pro Wrestling America this week. And December is going to heat up really quickly as we have a lot of things getting ready for these matches. And it all cap off at the end of December, December 29th, with Christmas Chaos Card. And I'll have more about that in the weeks to come. But until then, this is Southern Dynamite thanking you for listening.